Hubhopper Originals. To start your podcast for free, log on to studio.hubhopper.com. Like I said, I would be lying if I say this round was a breeze because it wasn't, right? Especially yeah. when you're building for women, you have people question your business model, the TAM, how big can this become, the who you build for, etc. Right? But I think the two things that kind of kept Anand and I, Anand's my co-founder, uh, that kind of kept both of us going in the last six, like I said, some very tough months uh, for us as founders was mm-hmm. one, the team. Um, who we all hired uh, remote, right? They, they kind of stood by us and stood by us through some amazing days, but also a lot of hard ones um, mm. to our members. I think I think they shower us with so much love. They give us so much feedback, like the product is their own, right? And I think, mm. and rightly so, they came right through when we said we wanted to raise. Um, I remember we being extremely bullish about kind of raising with people who build businesses, but also people who believe in the path we've chosen. Um, and I'm glad we got that, right? In fact, our lead investor was a member. Um, the 13 women on the cap table basis this round are also members. And yeah, I guess if this is not customer loyalty and love, I don't know what is. Hello, and welcome to the Success with Savita podcast, where we share hot tips on how to do life and business without losing your mind. I'm your host, Savita Nanjapa, entrepreneur, high-achieving 9-to-5-er turned transformational success coach, helping you create a wildly successful business. Come hang out with me and other fabulous humans like you every week for stories and chats packed with a healthy dose of tips, resources, how-tos and real talk. Side effects may include a happier and more confident you with each passing day. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in and I hope you're enjoying everything that you're hearing on our show. And as always, today, before we dive into the interview, I'm going to take this time to introduce my lovely guest. This particular interview is exciting and I've been waiting for it to happen. And, you know, we've been going back and forth for a couple of months now. Um, Our last interview got postponed but I think it got postponed for the right reasons because post that my guest has actually had a successful fundraise more of which we're going to talk about during our conversation. My guest today is Ragini Das co-founder of Leap Club and she is a woman on a real mission of having more women in leadership roles. Her vision and drive has led her to curate and create an exceptional platform that aids in efficient professional networking for women with the aim to bridge the long seen disparity between men and women in the workplace. Her remarkable skills in building and expanding brands has been key in accelerating Leap.Club towards its mission. Ragini's proficiency in scaling business operations and managing people is due to her sound upbringing across the country and her time at Zomato, which served as an unwavering foundation to her rising career and strong leadership skills. It comes as no surprise that Ragini has also been recognized as Top Emerging Voice 2021 by LinkedIn. During her tenure at Zomato, Ragini has been a huge part of the building blocks of the brand and has garnered experience across various growth and sales roles in a span of six years. Previously, as the head of international expansion for Zomato Gold, she helped launch the product across 10 markets 
and had a front seat view of scaling the business from 0 to 2 million users. Her purposeful approach to go the extra mile relentlessly is what makes her an extraordinary leader. She says we need to provide women the right tools that can enable them to develop and grow in their career. I, along with Anand through Leap Club, envision witnessing many more women reach and stay in leadership. Most professional platforms today are cluttered and do not add any value to our professional lives. Our vision is to redefine a professional network by building a curated platform exclusively for women that emphasizes on quality engagement and drives real impact. The whole concept of Leap Club arrived when Ragni met her co-founder Anand Sinha and shared a similar notion around the professional landscape for women. Together, they founded Leap Club in early 2020 when they realized that there is a disparity in representation of women in roles of power and leadership. To tackle this problem head-on, they decided to create a community-led, members-only networking platform for women. And that's what I speak to Ragini about in our conversation about her journey so far, why she started Leap Club, and what's the future looking like for Leap Club and its members. Hi, and welcome to the Success with Savita podcast. Joining me today is Ragini Das. A little backstory, I've been waiting for this interview forever, and I feel like uh, the universe always says, uh, you know, wait for the right things. And we are doing this interview right after uh, Leap Club has had a massive, um, you know, celebration to share with us. So Ragini, welcome to the show. I'm looking forward to our conversation today. Thanks, Savita. You're far too kind. But yeah, I, I think 100% agree with you on right things happen at the right time. I know we've been trying to talk for the last couple of months, I would say. But yeah, here we are finally and very excited to be here and do this. Thank you. And congratulations to you, your team, your co-founder. Uh, this is a big moment for you all. Uh, do you want to walk me through um, the news that you have to share with our audience, which is, of course, I'm sure everybody already knows, but just to talk about it again. Yeah, no, I, I think, of course, the media and news articles have this ability to glamorize the entire process, but we raised about uh, 810,000 US dollars. Um, we raised with NZR Ventures, Kunal Shah, and a bunch of other um, investors. Uh, I, I think the biggest plus for us this time is we're in majority women cap table, which, which I think mm -hmm. I'm very, very proud of, and about 13 members who participated in this round. So definitely a very, very special, um, I think, uh, week, last one week. But uh, like I said, I think uh, this is this definitely, um, this round was definitely tougher than our seed round. And I think the last couple of months were also pretty tough for me as a founder specifically. But yeah, I think I think all's well that ends well. And to quote Kunal Bell, who's one of my, um, I think one of our investors as well. It just takes one yes, right? So we have a bold mission to build the best professional network globally with a strong focus on community and women. Um, we want to use this money to hit 10,000 members in the next couple of months and 100,000 members in the next couple of years and launch globally. We, we already have members from about 12 countries. We want to build complementary product verticals, we'll build jobs, L&D, et cetera, et cetera, as we scale. But yeah, lots wow. lying ahead. Goosebumps. And for me, I'm always excited to hear when it's not just a woman-owned business, partly, uh, which gets the funding, but also when you have so many investors who are all women, uh, it's it's really good to see what's happening uh, in this space. And yeah, so no, I, I'll be honest, Savita, if yeah. I may, right? I think, uh, sure. like I said, 
I would be lying if I say this round was a breeze because it wasn't, right? Especially yeah. when you're building for women, you have people question your business model, the TAM, how big can this become, the who you build for, etc. Right? But I think the two things that kind of kept Anand and I, Anand's my co-founder, uh, that kind of kept both of us going in the last six, like I said, some very tough months uh, for us as founders was one, the team. Um, who we all hired uh, remote, right? They, they kind of stood by us and stood by us through some amazing days, but also a lot of hard ones um, mm. to our members. I think I think they shower us with so much love. They give us so much feedback, like the product is their own, right? And I think, mm. and rightly so, they came right through when we said we wanted to raise. Um, I remember we being extremely bullish about kind of raising with people who build businesses, but also people who believe in the path we've chosen. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm glad we got that, right? In fact, our lead investor was a member. Um, the 13 women on the cap table basis this round are also members. And yeah, I guess if this is not customer loyalty and love, I don't know what is. Yeah, and that's amazing because not a lot of people may have experienced product before they actually invested, but you had that, uh, you have had that, which is very, I think, rare. And I, I just can't tell you how um, exciting this is. But having said that, while, you know, always the outcomes when they are a win is always exciting. Before we go into the challenges and what the process was like, I want you to take me back right to the start. Uh, why did you start Leap Club? What brought you to Leap Club? And what was the journey like? So I think let me just start with a little background about me and then how Leap started. So I think, again, my journey is very, very simple, zero frills. Um, I'm a Malayali. I was actually born in Delhi, but I grew up all over India. So I've had a full 4G of drinking right mm-hmm. from JNK to Tamil Nadu. Um, right after my graduation in 2012, I picked up a role with Trident in Ludhiana, which was a manufacturing company and they do a bunch of things like paper and terry towels and yarn, etc. Mm-hmm. And of course, they were paying me a bomb. So I literally thought, okay, I can live anywhere, but uh, turns out not. <laughs> so I, I joined them as a frontline entrepreneur for their uh, sales and marketing team. But of course, lots of learnings mm-hmm. um, since I was also just starting my career. But I think within a year, I realized it's not something I want to do long term. Um, and that's when like every other 21 year old, I think the MBA bug kind of started cropping in my head uh, so mm-hmm. I started prepping for my GMAT and uh, that's when Zomato op- the Zomato opening randomly came to me one day I remember I used to intern with someone at Standard Chartered and his brother used to work for this really cool new food tech startup which was supposed to be very cool with bean bags and you know you get to speak to restaurants and in my head eat amazing food so yeah, mm-hmm. I, I kind of bit the bug and never looked back. So the MBA never happened, by the way. And <laughs> Which is I good. Stayed, <laughs> I stayed there for six years. Uh, I led various uh, sales and growth teams across uh, lots of cities, lots of verticals. Um, I was, of course, there in Bangalore, which is a city you're in for about yeah. three years. Um, in my last stint, I led international expansion for one of their subscription products called Zomato Gold. Mm-hmm. So saw that journey from zero to 10 countries and to over scale that to over 2 million paid members. Um, that was actually where I met my now co-founder, Anand. Um, mm-hmm. he, he was old Zomato as well. And in fact, he joined in 2011, but quit in between to start his own uh, media tech startup in 2014 and then joined us back again in 2018 and which is when he and I kind of started working together. Um, I would like to assume we were also friends beyond work and then we would kind of uh, regularly talk about, you know, social and professional networks of today 
literally add no value to our lives um mm-hmm. and that was actually where and how leap was born um for those of you who don't know leap.club is a community led professional network for women um typically savita how this works is we see tech businesses launch their product first and then kind of start building communities cuz yeah. it is the new cool <laughs> yeah. you know and uh, but at leap we're doing things slightly differently so we're building a community first and mm-hmm. then we'll scale businesses on top so over the last i think 18 plus months now of building we've learned that members are primarily joining us for one reason um mm-hmm. they want a trusted platform to connect with other individuals and and these connections are genuine right there's the zero fluff no yeah. show off so everything we do today is focused around making members meet and interact with other members um the fact that we build for women we see lives change in front of us is i guess what makes all the difference and the ride 100% worth it for me personally yeah and i think um, you know i always remember the avalon uh, meta founders uh, yeah. doing this whole talk about not doing mba so i think you you definitely went down the right path not doing i think the MBA. last 18 months have taught me a lot more than what any mba uh, or any b school could have taught me so yeah zero yeah. is <laughs> oh, but i do have to say uh, on the flip side i am an mba uh, but no no of course like no, nothing <laughs> against no no but uh, the fact is i can't remember what i did during that time you know so if you had to ask me where my knowledge comes from, definitely didn't spend time reading those books it was good it was fun it was all of that but coming back to what you're sharing i have i'm a huge believer in networking and i felt like when i was in the corporate world and now when i look back and i work with clients who are in the corporate world the one thing that i tell them is go and network because your next jobs are going to come from your network and as you grow through the ladder i think that's where your your network is going to be your net worth and i find that women in corporate actually don't seem to do that they get um cocoon into, into the daily grind yes in yeah. their own companies their own departments their own industry maybe but is it something that you noticed what um what was like the trigger for you to so to say so okay. what you said right i think uh, even for women um i mean you only have so many hours a day right so you want to kind of do your best at work you want to be at home you want to do all these things but i think it's equally important to invest in your professional growth and however have like it could be like 30 minutes a week it doesn't yeah. have to be you going to a event and talking to people etc it could be one conversation and that one conversation can change your life so yeah. imagine you meet like five people in a year and out of those five people three become a part of your inner network right mm-hmm. those three can have a very very big slash delta impact to your career so i think just investing in conversations whether with men women whatever right i think just just networking and and making it not just just a coffee catch up that leads to nothing yeah uh, is is very very important yeah yeah true and i think you you hit the nail on the head that it has to go beyond that coffee catch up because a lot of people can give you that one time maybe coffee chat but there's only one thing they say it yeah. could literally be one thing um they say and and that could change everything for you absolutely absolutely so then i want to actually segue it's a great way to get you to when you started so you made this decision you decided both of you to start leap club what were some early stage first time round uh, early days kind of challenges that um, you guys faced while setting this up 
I think challenges we face every day, to be honest. <laughs> yes. But specific uh, to the ones that we face while setting it up. I, I remember Leap was at its ideation stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think throughout then, we were supposed to be an offline professional network, right? We were launching Delhi first. And then we wanted to do a Bangalore or a Bombay and all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were starting with a bunch of benefits for 30 members. I remember 4th of April 2020 um, is when we were planning to launch in Gurgaon and our venue and our speakers and the caterers and everything was sorted. Um, I, I don't even think I have to mention what happened. Mid-month, yeah. Oh right? gosh. Timing. And, huh. Yeah. To be honest, I think at that point uh, from our lens, uh, there were two things we could do. One, we could have felt super sad about it. I think we were so close to launch. Both mm-hmm. me and my co-founder had quite a decent jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and and kind of to, you know to do this and and how everything was kind of going wrong from a timing perspective yeah. um two we also thought that there was no better time for this community of women to come together right and for us to kind of build what we wanted to build so that um gave us an opportunity to start thinking more mm-hmm. and and that's how we decided to look at it right and try not being negative about it at all over the next 30 days we started thinking scale we started pivoting um, to kind of survive the new normal as we used to call it back then yeah. and I, I guess that was my biggest learning also Savita uh, during that period I think there's no point about thinking and worrying about things that aren't in your control I don't think COVID was in our control um, mm. so always be thinking about what you can control and then uh, pivot and give it your best and, and for us at that time I remember it was to just evolve to be a more meaningful network um, in, in whatever shape and form that may be then. And that's exactly what we did, right? So we used that time to make the platform even better for our users. We added additional touch points. Uh, we moved everything offline to online. And then we just wanted to make sure that our members get the best experience out of Leap. Um, in hindsight, I think it was the best thing that could happen to us because Leap wouldn't have come this far had we not pivoted. And the many times then and the many times even after, yeah. Um, to make Leap what it is today. Wow, I was going to ask you whether in hindsight, hindsight, do you think that was the best thing to have happened to you? And I, I mean, think I hate answer... to say it, but yes, <laughs> I think it was the best yeah. thing to happen to us at that point. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. Stay tuned as we take a quick break and we'll see you on the other side of the show. During the pandemic, pivot was a big word and there were a lot of people posting like, oh, uh, this is just like such a, you know, everyone says pivot, what does it mean? I think you've explained what it means to be able to take away from what you had put down on paper to changing it to something else. At this time, this is, I'm talking about when you uh, made this change and made the shift and we were going to have your first event. Did you already have your seed round or did you raise it later? We had uh, raised our raised. seed round. Yes. Okay. Okay. And then um, post that you set up the platform what have been some unexpected outcomes? One is, of course, knowing that going online and making it bigger than what you thought it would be at the start is one outcome. What have been yeah. some other unexpected outcomes that you've seen with Leap Club so far? I think something that I hadn't imagined um, or actually even seen, and I've built some amazing products is what I'd like to believe. Mm-hmm. But something that I hadn't seen before Leap was just the member love we got so so early on right I I, even today by the way every day I get messages or I see stuff on our feed or on the community channels from members 
where they tell us how leaf has impacted their careers and kind of changed their lives mm. um right and when you build with a mission as strong as ours it's extremely easy to keep second guessing the impact you're driving to people's lives so these things really help help us understand what we're doing right but also what do we need to change and what do we need to do better um and in fact like i keep saying this to people that yes covid taught us the word pivot but mm-hmm. i hope this learning doesn't go away from us i think a lot of us started thinking in directions that we hadn't before right yeah. so constantly doing that is very very important and uh, in fact speaking of member love we actually made a website out of it it's called love.leap.club um, okay on all my hard days i look at it and i keep going <laughs> yeah and i think that an entrepreneur's journey is uh, there's so many ups and downs so i think this is a great one i didn't know about this i'm going to go check it out and we'll i'll just i'll just send it to you on the chat box as well <laughs> okay thank you and with that um i do want to ask you this. this is my favorite question always how did you find a product market fit in sense what's the research that you had to do to hmm. make this great product or this is what you envisioned you rolled it out and it just was a hit um what was the process so i i love the pmf questions but uh, i'll be honest avita we didn't envision leap in this form Correct. in the pmf form as it is today right um uh, but the best thing about building leap is how our years are always to the ground mm-hmm. um and we don't just learn from our existing about 3000 odd members but um our sales team has conversations with women every single day even today right so when we started we used to do a bunch of benefits for the lack for better word so there was coaching there was therapy there was mm. there was no app like we we were a yeah. website right today we're an app that focuses on making members meet and interact with other members so we have super connections which are basically these one on one connections between members so members can follow and dm other members um we see a lot of these connections for business partnerships and jobs and just professional networking Yeah. Um, we have micro communities which we didn't have until Jan this year. We call them clubhouses internally. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have everything from women in tech to crypto to working moms to you know just women sharing pet pictures. Mm-hmm. So these help in meeting other members who share the same interests and learn learn kind of from them even in smaller groups. And we have exclusive learning and networking experiences with other members. So we host master classes with. industry leaders so you you learn everything from making that gin cocktail to um an offline meetup to crypto to everything um and of course we have jobs and coaching and peer learning groups and all these lnd uh, business leaders which we'll continue to kind of build as we scale but the point i'm trying to make is this wasn't leap uh, right yeah. so the the pmf journey has been a journey but uh, the good thing about us is we we kind of have our ears to the ground at all times we don't just speak to members every day but we also speak to other women who are who we are kind of building for right okay. so we okay. we don't have to kind of um invest that much time in research because in some sense we research every day we yeah. speak to these women who we build for every day so yeah, yeah. Th- that's a great takeaway so what you're saying is talk to your customers and people who can be your future customers every single day keep your ears to the ground and don't just treat it as a one time research then you go you tweak your product and then you come back but keep at it like every single day and listen to the feedback and reviews okay yeah. i i'm like saying this to people no product manager knows how to build your product like your customer does in yeah. fact we recently did a product roast where we 
put our entire product and tech team in the room and we got like 10 women in product which is not difficult for us right like we we got mm-hmm. 10 of our uh, product uh, 10 of our members who are, bu- who are building great tech businesses and products to sit and roast our app mm-hmm. which we just released so it's it's relatively easier for us to kind of learn from them um, yeah. and build for them uh, so i do want to ask you um on that note, does that then also help you have really strong stickiness because you're also talking to your clients every day. Um, so I'm assuming that the relationships that you build with your clients are also pretty deep and it helps yeah. people continue and stay um, loyal to you. Absolutely. I think I, I've always believed relationships over followers. I think the best communities are based on strong relationships and not the likes on your social pages or your um, yeah. posts etc right so I think just investing in every conversation not just for our sales team but also we have an engagement in a community team is very very important um, yeah. they feel heard we build for them um, and I think our feedback loop is extremely extremely strong and even when we scale we're always going to um, keep that consistent okay awesome and I do now want to come back to tell me what the process was for this raise this sound um, what when you say it's not been easy, uh, how is it also different from the previous round? I think the previous round, it was uh, it was on a dream, right? Mm-hmm. It was what we wanted to build. So people are pretty much more or less on your seed round investing in the founders, um, right? They're, they're investing yeah. in the vision. Here, you, you get numbers in play, you get the vision in play, you get the TAM in play, you get the how big can this be in play? You get, of course, NPS, which is very, very healthy for us in play. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I think it was very, very different um, from our seed round. Uh, but, but yeah, I think for us, uh, the the real challenge was, like I said, building with people who believe in how we want Leap to scale. Mm-hmm. Um, that is very, very important. And you know, people keep asking me, okay, what what will Leap be in five years and ten years? I'll be honest, I don't know right yeah. and in fact no founder can tell you that but i think today i think we've not just hit pmf but we're very very clear on what members want out of this i think so and that's what we're going to kind of be bullish on so mm. it's going to be a very um goal-led network more than a search-led network I, I don't think we want to kind of optimize for shares and likes and all these things mm-hmm. um in fact we want to build product rails to scale professional networking to make sure that members are meaningfully engaging with each other um jobs is going to be big for us so our members are literally the best talent pool in the country mm-hmm. companies are waiting to hire them so a, a lot of focus on that along with l d um, because these women technically want to invest in their professional growth. They pay us 5,000 rupees a year to be a part yeah. of it. Um, uh, so I think just for them, um, learning with the best set of peers is very, very important. Kind of like a very solid college alumni group, right? But only better. Yeah. So yeah, I, th- I think uh, right now we're very, very clear on what we want the next couple of years for us to look like. And we've got partners who believe in that, who believe in um, the fact that women actually invest in their professional growth and and yeah very very excited for the next couple of and months and it's cool and, to do so as well like if you're yeah. not doing it you're missing out right it's also that- I, I remember I think when we when we were starting I've also had people to my face tell me that women don't invest their, uh, invest in their professional growth and which is why this might not scale and mm. I think I think this is patient capital right I, I don't think we're a company that's chasing hockey stick growth mm. um, everything that we do 
may sound non-scalable, but it will scale one day. And that's what we're waiting for. Awesome. And did you have a doubt at any time during this uh, round when you were raising funds that you may not be able to raise as much or um, do you have any doubts on the outcome? So I think for us, thankfully, we're a revenue first company. Um, mm-hmm. We don't need to raise to survive, right? Um, our numbers and our this thing look very, very strong. I think at the end of the day, it boils down to how fast can you scale? So mm. for us, the money is to basically build our tech teams and marketing. Uh, yeah, marketing and and mostly the team, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think um, it's it's not like, oh my God, our money was going to run out, mm. right? But you don't want to build a business for two years, right? You want to build a business that's going to stay the game. It's going to create an impact for decades to come. So I think the money makes us very, very comfortable today. Um, and and yeah, we, we have yeah. a strong vision and we have people who who back that vision and we, and we have members uh, who back that too. So, so I think I'm uh, loving this conversation because I, you know, from the outside, I can see this is, you know, you're like, oh my God, I wish I had done this. Like, this yeah, but those six months, you know, since you spoke about the, about the tough times, I think yeah. there, there were also days you would wake up and be like, shit, mm. everyone's raising a million, everyone's raising 10 million, everyone's raising, uh, you know, 50 million. But the thing is, everyone's journeys are very different, Savita. Yeah. Right? you may or may not need that money. So it's very important for you to understand how much money do you need? Why do you need it? How you're going to spend it? Both my co-founder and I are extremely frugal founders. In mm. fact, even with this raise, our previous raises, 70% of the money was still in the bank. Mm. But you can only build like that till a certain point. I think now was the, the time for us to kind of press the pedal on marketing and the team and all of that. Mm. And uh, which is why we were a lot more comfortable um raising now and raising the amount we did and and yeah thankfully have um a lot more in store yeah i'm looking forward to it i was going to ask you what the next three years look like but you've already kind of answered that that. yeah (laughs) yeah so uh what before i go into a day in your life and bring it down to you uh i do want to ask you what's the best business lesson you've learned so far because we read about all of these business lessons and stories but what's your like best piece of takeaway I think there's no one I, I can give you maybe two. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest and the best one would actually be just building in public and building front foot. Um, mm-hmm. The ability to say everything that I said, the ability to talk about your failures is very, very important. Um, when we quit our jobs to start leap, a lot of the companies were building in private because of course, stealth was the new cool. Yeah. Um, we actually agreed to disagree um, mm-hmm. and we went ahead and kind of, decided to build in uh, public uh, we decided to build in front of people not get married to any early ideas that we had and just keep revisiting the drawing board from time mm-hmm. to time um, right from our fundraise to product changes to our vision to culture we speak about every single thing in public and and that's the kind of transparency both Anand and I kind of want at leap at all times mm-hmm. um, two I think the biggest it's it's not so much of a business lesson as much as it's a lesson mm-hmm. is that entrepreneurship is extremely lonely yeah. so everyone should take out time for their friends and family and personal cheerleaders um right from the beginning um i wish mm-hmm. i did more of that in in my first year <laughs> okay but yeah like they say it it's a phase and it's never too late but yeah i, I do agree with you on this one 
it is super lonely and that's why not just having i think your families but also having these communities and having a support group is uh, so important very important yeah. yeah so that brings me to a day in your life what does that look like oh um, very boring it's not fun at all <laughs> hey i'm expecting crazy <laughs> <laughs> my my weekdays are pretty standard i actually wake up um, fairly early 6ish um terrible habit to look at my phone and check if the world has changed in the last 6 hours that i've been sleeping i then water my plants i read a book or i just speak to my parents who stay in hyderabad um i then actually around 8 start working on my plan of action for the day uh just so that i have my day clear um and the team also does after so yeah i shower and start my day when goes on till almost 8 at night um i try to work out of office at least once in a week because the the monotony is killing me of staying yeah. at home uh, yeah. but yeah those those are pretty much my weekdays and weekends um saturday is my thinking and my own work day um mm-hmm. i try not to open my laptop until 8 am that day and yeah i think i enjoy eating out running at a park um all of that sundays i prefer no people lots of netflix <laughs> lots <laughs> of sleep and and a massive breakfast um uh, which hopefully involves an egg benedict but but yeah that's my week <laughs> oh lovely i love hearing this is my favorite part i think i facebook and everything else was made for people like me who want to know what's happening in other people's uh, lives but especially like listening to entrepreneurs lives because i think it's so it's so changing and dynamic but some everybody has that routine same. Yeah. yeah everybody has a routine and i like hearing everybody's i love your sundays as well with that um i do have to ask one question which is have you like how do you deal with competition uh, and who um, may- maybe not who but how do you have competition at all at this time um i'm not sure you do but um i still thought i'll ask you can choose we can edit this out so don't i d- i don't think no we don't have to edit it in fact i don't think uh, we have an immediate competition mm. like there is no zomato swiggy here right mm. um mm. i i think what we're building today is extremely extremely unique mm. um having said that even if there were competition to come i don't think that's so much of a bad thing if if at all it only makes me believe a lot more in what we're building um mm. i think the world needs tons of leaps to succeed and make a difference so competition is not something that that keeps me up at night at all um, yeah. um what i like to focus on is on the work we're doing and the impact we're creating and and how we're scaling and growing and all of that so so Amazing. no not not <laughs> okay but i do don't think you do have because i was trying to check yeah uh, no. but everybody's so different and yeah you're right it opens up the marketplace it makes people more aware like when i started coaching in 2018 i remember in 2018 uh people tell me um are you a fitness coach um like are you going to like <laughs> they didn't know there was someone yeah yeah you could hire they knew executive coaches for ceos in the corporate world but they didn't know they could hire one themselves they always thought i was a fitness coach yeah. so yeah i love your answer on uh, competition and with that any, any advice to our audience besides of course join leap club but <laughs> any other advice yes everyone join leap club <laughs> yeah absolutely they should uh i'm next in the line uh, what's what's one thing that oh yeah this was one thing i want to what is there something that you wish you knew when you started or it's um everything is learning i think i think every day is a learning curve mm-hmm. but i i remember this was pretty early 
um, when we were just starting. And in fact, one coach kind of told told this to me during a session that we were doing with a bunch of members, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which was, and it still stuck to me, which was in your hardest times, you learn your toughest lessons. And every time um, I know I'm going through a really, really tough time, um, I, I, I keep going back to this quote, right? And I know, okay, we're going to come out stronger. And that's something that I wish I knew a little earlier um, because, I mean, as, as, as women, you're also super hard on yourself, right? Like you want to be Absolutely. similar to this, you want to do that. So that imposter syndrome, so mm-hmm. to speak, um, kind of kills you internally. But, uh, but yeah, I think this, this quote kind of stuck by me and it's something I keep going back to time and again. Wow, I, I, love, I love the quote. And before I kind of wrap this up, is there anything that you'd like to share with our audience, your advice to budding entrepreneurs? Um, our audience is a largely an entrepreneurial audience. Love it. Uh, it's the best thing you can do to yourself. But just remember, of course, while it's a lonely journey, there are hard days, there are days you're pulling your hair out. Um, just remember, it just takes one yes, right? So don't give up be super front foot about everything that you're doing about what you're building and, and show up every day, right. Even on days you don't want to, I think it's very, very important to show up. um, If not for yourself, then for your team. So, so yeah, that's, that's a little bit um, from me. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I love, I've loved our conversation so far. And now finally, if people want to join leap club, um, how did they do that? Of course, I'll be dropping all the links, but I know that you have a process. Yes, so we do. In fact, memberships are sold out till December for us, but please join the waitlist at www.lead.club and our team will be in touch. Um, and for listeners listening today, please write to me on rd.lead.club and I'm happy to bump you up the list as well. Okay, done. I'm going to be sharing that. And is there a reason that you're not able to take everybody at the same time? Uh, is it because you're building platforms? We're trying to build just... right. We're trying to build mm. right, Savita. So I think our team speaks to every single person before onboarding them. And I know this sounds absurd in 2021, but uh, I think it's what makes Leap stand apart. And it it kind of, um, it's why Leap is what Leap is today with the quality discussion, with the kind of members, with all of that. So we want to keep doing that um, till we can. And, and which is why it's, it's completely uh, manpower-based or woman-power-based, if I may. Yeah. On that note, we're also hiring. So in case you're keen to join the team, it's jobs at leap.club. Um, a video is all it takes. And, and yeah, just, just yeah, send that yeah. to us and we'll, uh, we'll be happy to chat. I'll share that as well. And thank you so very much. And I wish you all the very best, you and your co-founder and your team, uh, your amazing team, all the very best. And I look forward to cheering you on and sharing in your journey in the future as well. Thank you so much for your time today. You've been really generous. Yeah, lovely having you here, Ragini. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like this episode and you want more, you can go to the show notes on my website, which is successwithsavita.com forward slash podcast if you like what you've heard so far i would be grateful to you if you could leave me a five-star review subscribe to this podcast and share with a friend who may find this useful you can also follow me on my instagram at success with savita and dm me any questions you may have and i will be happy to answer them for you until the next episode believe in yourself and all the best to your success this hub hopper original ko sunne ke liye aapka shukriya 
अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट